The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And uh, like a lot of you today, both me and Larson have been glued with horror at our TVs and Twitter feeds with what's been going on in the world in Washington, D.C. specifically. And like we both fully understand that reporting on the world of pro wrestling might seem a bit trivial given what's going on out there, but uh, it's kind of what we do and it's the basis of the going in raw community. So maybe for some of you, it might come as like, you know, a small respite for what's going on in the real world. Um, So there you go. Feels weird to be reporting on this stuff given what's happening, but it's our jobs. And then we can all get back to the real world after this, I guess. Uh, Larson, what's first in the news? Well, first the news. Uh, so uh, apparently there was an NXT talent that was almost called up for this Friday's SmackDown. That's according to Russell Votes. This is what Russell Votes had to say. Quote, just heard an interesting story. NXT talent was slated to be called up to SmackDown last week as of showtime was written into the main event segment with Reigns, Uso, and KO. Said talent is on tonight's big NXT card. So curious to see if it was pushed a week or scrapped all together. Gee, I wonder who it could be. I think it's probably you know, Damian Priest. <laughs> you know, part of me was hoping that that Owens would call in reinforcements. Yeah, yeah, that that could have been cool. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole timing of Damian Priest uh, taking on Carrion K- Cross. I, you know, it, it's these are two big deals. Both guys could legitimately be NXT champion. Uh, I, I kind of feel like Karrion Cross is going to be sticking around a bit longer and Damian Priest is going to be the guy probably going to main roster. Um, yeah. Also of note, and this is kind of interesting, uh, Champa versus uh, Thatcher has been pulled from New Year's Evil tonight. Yeah, the, the uh, Thatcher has an injury. Is uh, it so? Is that because I know that's in story uh, that that's in kayfabe as well. Is well, that I, just, a legit I, just saw, thing? I just saw the video with uh, the video with Regal where okay. the trainers room and, and they were like moving his arms and stuff. Okay, yeah. and they're in the trainers room. <laughs> yeah, doing this <laughs> right. So it has to be real. Right. Injury, uh, injury apparently. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, Damian Priest, uh, he he. The North his North American title reign did. Assuming it's him, North American title reign uh, did a lot for him. Oh yeah. As brief as what it was. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it seemed like he put it all together. Mm-hmm. His promos were better. Mm-hmm. Like, his, his his he's been a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. In-ring work tightened up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as, you know, especially with Karrion Cross coming back, it seems like the world title picture is going to be, or the NXT title picture is going to be uh, pretty congested for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if, if there's no space for him up there. Yeah. Then yeah, if they have a plan for him on the main roster, bring him on up. Well, it's it's interesting because there have been so many people that he has passed up. Um, he fits the main roster bill perfectly. It, he's he's tall. <laughs> he's a big man mm-hmm. who can move great. Um, he mm-hmm. does have a very uh, a very heavy presence. He's got that great voice. He's got a great look. Um, yeah, and like you said, I liken his North American run to what we saw with Andrade Almas when he got uh, Zelina Vega. Back in NXT, yep. you know, yeah, it all came together. He's sort of floundering, did the party guy thing. She came around, uh, and both in kayfabe and sort of 
within the context of performers in NXT, he really, really put it together. It allowed him to elevate to the main event scene. And the same exact thing has happened with Damian Priest. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting how picky and choosy they're being with names on in NXT to call up. Um, yeah. And uh, Damian Priest, though, I mean, he fits the main roster thing as well as Keith Lee did. And look, he you know was champion for a very short period of time before they called him on up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see if that's the case. I mean that, you know, you might've been planned for SmackDown or whatever. We'll see if that's, I mean, they're, they, you know, they might be digging themselves into a hole if all of a sudden Vince is like, no, we'll keep him in NXT. And then what he's going to lose to carrying cross tonight. And, uh, and, and what then, else is there for him to do? Yeah. Know? Right. So we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. It's just one of the problems with NXT being beholden to Vince's whims in terms of, you know, calling people up. Yeah, well, Steve, speaking of calling up, other things are up. Raw ratings. Mm. Uh, so ratings for Raw Legend Night, Legends Night. Sorry you're in. And it seems like wheeling out superstars of years past work to provide at least a one-week uh, bump in the ratings. Raw averaged 2.127 million viewers. Uh, hourly, hourly numbers of 2.197, 2.150, and 2.036 million. And each hour of Raw topped the cable charts in the all-important 18-49 to 49 demo. What I found most telling about these numbers is that there's not that huge third-hour drop-off. You're right. Yeah, look at that. They're remarkably consistent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a drop-off from the hour two to hour three, but sometimes that drop-off is two, three yeah. hundred thousand. You yeah. know, yeah, it's significant. This is around a hundred thousand. So uh, that's, I guess, reason for optimism. There's no Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it ran at least in that sense unopposed i don't mm-hmm. know if there's any basketball games on mm-hmm. um but uh you know how much this is to chalk up to legends night no money night football combination thereof yeah who knows yeah uh, man i don't know i don't know i mean it'd be kind of interesting to see a breakdown of segments that's always kind of an interesting thing mm-hmm. to look at mm-hmm. when it's available um the quarter hour stuff yeah yeah i mean dude i i don't know i just i'm i'm i'll put it this way legends night itself I'm still surprised it can be a draw. I, I really am. I know I'm people, you know, Hulk Hogan, people like him. I get it. I mean, some people don't, but he's a name. He's a name. Um, Goldberg was a surprise, which I was kind of shocked that they actually used that as a surprise. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that fits in with, you know, people, the buzz about Goldberg, people tuning in, bolstering that third hour, you know, maybe from the drop that it would have been, uh, or, you know, people on the West Coast picking up on it and tuning in. I don't know. Um, I guess it'll be really interesting to see what happens next week if Goldberg comes back. Stands to figure he should be back next week um, to see if you know adding him to the equation. It, dude, it's it's disheartening as hell though that it, that that's the point that WWE's at is that you know we've said this continually now. Making new stars has not been something that they have invested in, and the only way they can seemingly get this number up is by wheeling out a guy who's in his fifties. Uh, you know, or multiple people in their fifties and sixties, depending on yeah. I mean, it, it, if about. they want to get the ratings up to over two million, this could be a constant thing where, where you know, there'll be a, a cycle of stories. You know, for example, now you got Goldberg between now and the Rumble. Who are they going to bring out? You know, to lead up to Mania. Mm-hmm. Who are they going to bring out to build the SummerSlam? Assuming the the ratings stay in the one and a half, one point seven million uh, 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 viewers uh, area. You know, assuming that. Two million is like the minimum they're hoping for. Mm. If they see this as encouraging, oh, if we just bring out more legends on a more regular basis, we can keep those ratings up. But again, it's diminishing returns. The the more you have them on, 
the the, the less of appeal there's going to be to tune in, at least for the the, the surprise uh, aspect of it. I'm almost positive so, this rating was lower than the last time they they brought the legends out. So to your that point, is uh, uh, post wrestling returns. had to think about that on the report for this, and I believe cause that was July 2019. I want to say it was let me two guess. Point. Oh, two something. Was it high twos? Probably. I want to say two point six. Let me double check. Oh wow. Okay. Um, I have the link in here in the notes, so I, I can mean, check right the, now. The hope the hope is. You've got yourself a really good world champion with Drew McIntyre. You have yourself a killer future star, maybe a couple. Oh, sorry. In... It was three million. Okay. Raw okay. Reunion, so yeah, July was, okay. 2019, three million. Yeah. And okay. then on uh, so and then the the Stone Cold episode on on March 16th, three sixteen day. The uh, that was the last time Raw viewership was this high. Oh wow, jeez. Um, you hope that with a guy like Drew, post wrestling. You hope with a guy like Drew McIntyre. You know, if you feature, do some big angle next week with Keith Lee, maybe. Uh, you know, you've got Matt Riddle there and Bobby Lashley. They might be in something good. If you use Goldberg, you know, in, in uh, strategically, if he is a draw, you use him strategically to focus and spotlight your other guys. And that's how you start building up people. You know, people will tune in for Goldberg. Oh, I want to see what happens next with this, next with this Keith Lee guy. You know, mm-hmm. but you got to follow through and you have to spotlight those other names that you can yeah. push on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if the point of of bringing out these legends get eyeballs on your show, mm-hmm. well, you got to put your best foot forward. Yeah, creatively when that's the case. Don't open with Ms. TV. You can't. No, let's say this past Monday's episode of Raw was not best foot forward. Correct. Um, so well, you need some. I feel gross just saying that. Correct. Oh, that's the new um, remote. Oh, I hate that. I feel like I was saying correct like that long before the Miz ever did. I'd say correct. Uh, if you Regardless. want to claim ownership, that's fine, and I can maybe transition in my head. But right now, it's just it's so. Here, I'll do Miz. I'll I'll do that, so it, you don't have to associate with the Miz any longer. <laughs> it's Larson annoying you with that, okay? Not the Miz. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, speaking of, I have no segue for this one. Uh, back in October, we're going to talk about Marty Skrull and his relationship, uh, or now his former relationship with Ring of Honor. Back in October, Wrestling Observer reported that Marty Skrull had been removed from Ring of Honor's roster page and then he, uh, quote, didn't have a role in Ring of Honor. Now, uh, as we uh, uh, had read before, how you know, it was made, what was it, the beginning of 2020, the end of 2019, I believe? He was basically given the most lucrative contract in Ring of Honor, what I believe is Ring of Honor history, if not very And they gave him the book. And they gave him creative control. So he was going to be the guy running creative with some help from some of the other guys who had already been there and created. Yeah, like like uh, Delirious. Delirious, and the yeah. Other people there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, of course, you know, there was uh, 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 Marty's uh, speaking out moment, I guess, um, which you guys can uh, investigate on your own. I feel kind of icky even talking about it. Uh, Monday afternoon, Ring of Honor announced via Twitter that Marty Skrull and Ring of Honor have mutually decided to part ways. Um, so that is, that's final, apparently. So there you go. Marty's done with Ring of Honor. Uh, anything happened at uh, New Year's Dash, Larson? I watched. I actually was up because of our damn Wrestle Kingdom schedule. I couldn't get to sleep oh, until really? like two. Really? Until wow. round two is when I like knocked out finally. Um, and so I watched the first couple matches of uh, New Year's Dash. Uh, what what happened with that? Well, let's let's do a, a, a New Japan uh, news roundup from uh, the the post Wrestle Kingdom press conferences and New Year's Dash. Here's some tidbits. Um, so, uh, following his defeat at the hands of Kota Ibushi at night two of Wrestle Kingdom, uh, JY had a great, great promo backstage 
uh, after the match, and in which he pretty much said that he's after New Year's Dash, he'd be done. He mm-hmm. said, that's it, done. Mm-hmm. After all the sacrifice, 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 as he put it, um, kicked some tables over, fell out of his chair. Uh, and, and as near as I could tell, the only follow through is that he ate a pin at New Year's Dash. Uh, Ishii pinned him. Mm, okay. Um, Kodabushi, he wants to unify the heavyweight intercontinental titles. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, uh, Hiromu Takahashi's next opponent for the junior heavyweight title is going to be Sho. And uh, Shingo Takagi will be taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Go ace for the never openweight title. That's that's surprising. I, yeah. I wonder if that that's an interesting turn of events. I mean, Naito, when he was uh, the Intercontinental Champion um, before he won the double titles. Yeah. He would talk about how there's too many titles too many in belts, yeah. New Japan. I yeah. wonder if that was I wonder if that was a test balloon. I wonder if that was like sort of, you know, being floated out there. Because you've got the Never title, which has its own kind of function. Um, yeah, it's got interest. It's the only belt that both uh, juniors and heavyweights can, can challenge for, yeah. I wonder if the idea is, hey, you know, yeah, let's let's pare it down by one. The heavyweight title's the thing to get. Elevate the Never title. Um, you still also, have the United States Championship out there. I mean, that, that, if this is something that they're seriously considering, that would lead me to believe that that U.S. title is 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 going to be coming back at some juncture. It's going to come back, and it, and it would be more, presti- more prestigious, more prestigious. prestigious. Um, so yeah, and then uh, finally, the Empire uh, send today they send uh, Tenzon to the hospital. Uh, yeah, they yeah. had a match against uh, <laughs> yeah. Tenzan and Kojima and somebody else, and then apparently they just beat the heck out of all of them. Yeah, when I saw when I saw that, because I think that was the match that I sort of uh, I tapped out on. Um, I was like, boy, that's an easy win for the Empire right there <laughs> today. Anyways, today. Uh, New Year's Smash Night One for AEW yep. is on tonight. We're gonna be watching. We'll do our live recap recap afterwards if people want to just hang out. <laughs> You know, and then cool off a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix banger match. That'll be a good. That'll one. be great. I'm I'm really looking forward to this next one. Wardlow versus Jake Hager. This should be a pay-per-view uh, match, man. It really should. I've been really impressed with uh, what Wardlow's been doing the last few weeks, both on TV, his his promo he did that, that AEW put out on their Twitter, uh, telling that story about Brody Lee. Uh, Incredible, shockingly well spoken, articulate, and uh, a compelling presence. That Wardlow, I, that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. Uh, we have uh, women's title action with Hikaru Shida defending against Abaddon. Ooh, scary! Uh, uh, the Go Big Show match of the night: Cody Rhodes taking on Matt Sydal. I'll just say that because I know they have the graphic for the match. <laughs> they always have the logo for that show. Speaking of the Go Well Big Show match, uh, Snoop Dogg will be appearing to do some commentary. Yeah, and speaking of commentary, Chris Jericho will be doing commentary as well. Also, the return of Mox. Uh, Sting. It's Sting. It's Sting. Is appearing. We're going to get a weigh-in. Are they going to is this going to be like a shoot wait for a Darby Allen cuz that there's no way that dude's over like a buck 70, man. We'll see. If they, if they, if they say anything over 200 pounds, 200, we, uh, right. we we get her answer, you know. <laughs> He's going to have a weigh-in with Brian Cage. Thick. Uh, and then the Young Bucks and SCU take on the Hybrid 2 and the Acclaimed in Let's talk action. NXT, we mentioned earlier, fight pit match between Ciampa and Thatcher is off because of uh, injury to Thatcher. Mm-hmm. However, full card of New Year's Evil is as follows. Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, 
NXT title bout. Oof, I want to take over. Was really good. This should be fantastic. Damian Priest set for his goodbye powerhouse collision with Karrion Cross to open new. Oh wow, they're just getting out of the way, and then he's getting on that plane right back down Tele- to Thunderdome. No, there's, there's there's no plane. He's teleporting, man. <laughs> right, teleporting from Orlando to Tampa. There you uh, go. Apparently, the both title or yeah, sorry, uh, Finn and Kyle, and then Damian and Karrion Cross. I believe they advertise both having uh, no commercial interruptions. Ooh, I think very cool, right which on. might just mean picture in picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, Rhea Ripley to face off with Raquel Gonzalez in last woman standing match. And uh, Grand Metalik, man, we get to see him in NXT action. That's cool. He's going to yeah. be challenging Santos Escobar. That's going to be that a be show awesome. stealer. That's going to be, be awesome. Looking yeah. forward to that one. And then Zia Lee and Boa set to return this Wednesday night. Ooh, I wonder if they're going to bring their mysterious... Um, training people with them, their bosses or whoever they are. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, should be a really fun night of wrestling. We're going to be doing AEW's uh, New Year's Smash tonight, and then we'll be back tomorrow with our review of New Year's Evil from Correct. NXT. So that should be a lot of fun. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world.